in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the Internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. With me today, I have... Uh, Dash's Wolf. Billy Michaels is Raphirian Nightmeadow. Red is Arthur. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Ball. And last we left our adventurers, they had just teleported out of the outpost of Nine Towers back to the Chateau de Magnus. Let the adventure begin. All right. So, yeah, you have all ended up back at the Chateau. Uh, you were just down in the wastes and have circumvented a uh, few weeks travel. Um, you've got uh, Crag uh, headed up with your one of your carts uh, and some supplies. You also have Tiernan working on uh, a body for Florian. He said it'd be about a week before he could send it up. Uh, with this being back at the chateau, I think we're going to do a little bit of downtime uh, activities. Uh, if there is stuff that you know might take a little more time, uh, I know uh, Ball is working on an arcane lock for his compartment. Uh, Riff, you've got some things you want to do, and there's some scouting of the uh, forest uh, that Wolf's wanting to do. I think that's what we'll do. We'll take a week or two to kind of go through some of the stuff that you're doing here in town. Heck yeah. Can I uh can I build a shrine to cord? Can that also be one of my downtime activities? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. What do you what what kind of shrine are you wanting to build? Like uh, and what materials? A bronze bus that says wanted dead or alive. Right. <laughs> uh no, I just got like uh it'll be like it'll it'll be like badass, like um like uh weapons like just a whole bunch of weapons <laughs> just kind of like pile it'll look like a pile of weapons a pile of weapons okay yeah like... and, on, and then if like i can get like a skull on the top of it or something yeah yeah but but they're but they're they're not just thrown together like they're kind of like you know placed neatly kind of like you know how in like game of thrones the like iron, the, the iron throne that. yeah sure, kind of sure. like that yeah yeah, yeah. but it, yeah, it you, definitely makes like an act like a structure we have you, a dragon uh, if you want to melt all the weapons with dragon fire you you chat with the, the uh, carpenter um and milo if you want to remind me of their name i can't find it in my note aura aura you chat with the uh carpenter aura and she kind of comes up with a design um basically it's it's a bunch of like metal pieces that come up and you can slot weapons in varying angles. If you get enough weapons on there, it looks like they're all just kind of this odd like art piece just kind of coming out of the, the ground where you want to place it. Um, and then a place for, you know, skulls. And she says, you know, if you need, if you need to add any more to it, just let me know and I'll get it uh, whipped up. And so, yeah, no, easily enough, she starts working on that. And, uh, you know, it, it's a place for you know, trophied weapons or well-worn weapons, uh, whatever you need a place on there, you can just slot in and, and create it. And uh, all the troops that train under me have to meditate at the altar before training every day. That's my rule. All right. Yeah, you kind of let the uh, captain know that the, uh, is in charge of the training uh, and he enforces that every, every day. Like the next, next morning, once it's uh, set up, you see them you know kind of begrudgingly at first and then you notice you know they take the time to kind of look at some of the weapons uh that are placed a few of them kind of come up and ask you about them like where where did that sword come from yeah just uh i'll just tell them just you know even if you don't believe just close your eyes and just kind of stay silent it'll be like youth group you know i always hated that growing up but this has sword so i mean that's better right silent shit sorry (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, yeah, no, that most definitely you can get that, get that shrine. 
Um, the captain kind of kind of asks you, uh, you know, when you want to start, you know, going on the hunt for those poachers. Um, if you want to just uh, start sending scouts out to see where they might be, or if you want to lead some sort of expedition out there. Uh, yeah. Ugh, fuck this goddamn train. We can we can move over to somebody else before you know. Yeah, just send. Uh, I'll just have them send scouts out for the time being. Yeah, no, easy enough. They they that's good training for them to familiarize themselves with the forest, um, and to you know try and be sneaky and insightful in their uh you know pursuing of you know people on Zephyrus's land. Um, Riff, I know you've got some stuff to do in town. Yeah. Do I ever? Okay, so when I get into town, if I remember the order of things, first of all, there is uh, Sanj's place. I want to stop at the guard gate. All the but and real quick, I gotta address it. God damn it, Caleb, with your fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fucking say? with your fucking Listen. cholo back tattoo of Melissa. <laughs> God damn it. I love the portrait. Though. Yeah, the like... portrait. It looked like a third grader drew it, and she's so happy about it. All right. So uh going into town. True love. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't it's true know, love. I like it. She's, <laughs> she's pumped. <laughs> um uh he wants to stop at the uh, she wants to stop at the little guard gate and like uh say to like whomever. Uh, whomever's guarding, she goes, Hi, Referee and Night Meadow Shattered the Silver Song. Friend of Sanj, and uh, maybe you remember me if you were the guard. I can't remember his older sister, Ravi. Anywho, uh, I've got some business with the Lord and the Lady and my pal Sanj, but I got to do some other stuff in town. So, like, can I come back later this afternoon? You put a word into him, and then, like, when I come back, you can give me a time. Uh, yeah, for for you know, a, a kid to come up to the guards and request a meeting with the. Uh one of the Lord and the Lady's children, uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check on this. All right. Because you're just talking to one of the guards who, who, yeah, this is not one that has met you before. What was that? 20. 20, okay. Uh, yeah, they, the, the guards kind of, you know, not believing you at first, um, they go to ask, uh, ask around, you know. Tell Sean, tell Sanj that I got my chucks. I got, I got another pair now. He's like, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, you, you said you had other stuff to do as well. We'll see what happens when you come back. Cool. Um, I, I'm going to then uh, go to the library. Uh, meet my old pal, the the old lady. Um, the the Veritas Library and uh, yeah, the Academy Veritas. Yeah, the Academy right. Veritas. You enter into there, uh, you see a few people are, uh, studying, uh, going over some research books. The, uh, older, older gal there, uh, recognize you and says, oh, yes, 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 hello. What's up? Uh, Hey, so, like, what's, uh, what's your deal on, like, booking, like, a research, like, do you guys got, like, booths or something like that? Because I got a bunch of crazy stuff on the waist and treasure of Aether. Let me tell you something. I don't think it's an actual treasure treasure. Ah, well, I am not aware of what any treasure of Aether might be, but if it is not a uh, treasure treasure, then I'm already ill-informed. Um, if you Cool, but do you have, like, the, a research the, area I can book? Yes, if you need to partake in the uh, research facilities here at the Academy, uh, your time, I know, is running towards the end, but, uh, no, we can set you up for at least another two days after the witch uh and she kind of pats a stack of uh, documents she says uh after which we are going to need to employ the services of uh young riferian night meadow and any that they may be able to bring along tell you what i got something that i might extend me one more day maybe don't maybe i won't need it but i do have some uh, information that I would like to add to the library. I was taking uh, taking maps and drawing stuff, and I would love to like look at your maps on the waist and then compare them with my notes, and maybe I can add to something and add to the whole vast knowledge of it all. That is what we do here, of course. 
Awesome. Quick question. Uh, do you know where there's an enchanter in town? Because, like, I I'll book my time for later. I want to come back maybe, like, oh, I don't know, later today, later tonight. I don't know, maybe tomorrow morning or something like that. But I do need an enchanter. Well, as the royal enchanter at the castle, you'd need a favor to be able to... Like uh, if I knew Sanj, the, the young kid that, like, lives there and stuff? Uh, perhaps if uh, they were to grant you their... Uh, favor, but if you're looking around town, there's a few places. How involved is it? We may be able to send it off to be enchanted uh, via the academy. Uh, well, check it out. So, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna tap my bag, and its arms are gonna move around. It's gonna come to the front of me, and I'm gonna open up, and I'm gonna pull out the circlet of the of the uh, um, of the Warforge. I go check it out. One, see the sweet hood that I'm wearing, and I pull up my 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 Omen Bringer's mantle. I go, I want someone to put this inside of the hood, so when I pull it up, it can go on my head. And this thing, it controls Warforges, which is pretty sweet. So like. And we've seen a lot of that sort of stuff. So I want to get into that. And then also, see that how this, this bag has like eight pouches? I want to turn one of these into a bag of devouring. Like as a fun little trick or whatever. So like... I see, I see. And she's kind of writing this all down, taking notes of what you're wanting to have happen. And she says, well, you could always try one of the enchanters in town, but... But you're the if, professional. What do you think? If you, t if you were to take on some of the duties of the academy, we could have it done in-house. You got it. All she right. Puts, she, I will put together a... Uh, she puts her hand out with her chucks like this beast. and expects you to shake the other end of her chucks. She just kind of pats them. All right. I like your style, lady. Well, if you are in need, we have uh, uh, spots open for research, and I will send a letter uh, to the capital to see uh, what can be done about enchanting this, and what might be needed in return uh, of your services. Cool. I'll hang out for a little while because I got to wait for Sanj and his parents, you know, the bureaucrats, blah, 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 blah. And then she'll just nah, go like wherever sure. she, she, she directs them. And then like, she's going to pull out her book. She's going to pull out her journal. She's going to write a letter, uh, a letter to her, uh, to her master in response from the one that she got out in the, out in the waste. And the second she does that, uh, uh, she's going to like, you know, she's going to include the stuff. Uh, I already sent you the letter, but, uh, she include all that stuff. And then she's going to start writing down like all of her notes, basically making copies and like organizing them for the library, including like the maps of the waste and all the stuff that she did out there. And then gotcha. like, and they've got some, uh, some people there to be able to help you with all that stuff. Cool. Um, and yeah, no, what this she... is exactly what the Academy is here for is, is for disseminating knowledge, uh, into the Academy and, and, you know, so yeah, she's uh, having others do do services for them. Yeah, so she'll start like writing out like basically their copy as like her sort of payment, I suppose, or whatever. And then uh, she'll stay there for a couple hours and do that. And then uh, and then after she feels that she's given them whatever, and then depending on the interaction as far as you know the bag, the the cloak, and all that, uh, mm -hmm. she'll take off back to Sanj or whatever whenever uh, whenever it's all good. Gotcha. Yeah. Um... Yeah, she's going. She 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 sends off the uh, information for the enchant uh, the enchantment. Um, that'll be you know a day or two before it comes back. Uh, to um, you go through adding adding notes and records for the archives. Um, I'm going to add in all the stuff about the liquids that we found, like that sort of stuff. I'm going to add in like all of my like my my translations of like the mage towers, that sort of stuff. I'm going to add in uh, like all of the stuff about like uh, um, about like, you know, any of the, the you know, the you know, the best ofs of the uh, the robot movements, you know, from that book um, and uh you know, the stuff about the talking head, you know, I'm not going to give away that we're giving her a body, but like, you know, we, and the, like the algae and the moss, like on the bouncing rock. Oh, okay. and then I'm also going to, uh, uh, just like put it in. So it's on record that there's a 60 foot robot powered by an interdimensional planar lady named, uh, Julia and or Julia, if you will. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. No, no. They take all that information. And then once um, my hand gets cramped, I'll go back to the gate and, and like, just sit down, crisscross applesauce, and wait for uh, what I assume Sanj will just welcome me at the gate. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. Let, let's go ahead with that. 
Um, yeah, you head over. You head, head over to the gates, and on your way, Sanj is walking with uh, his older sister and a couple of guards. And one of the guards kind of points you out, and he says, "Oh, that uh, that was the young one looking for you, uh, um, Sanj. Um, the you know him is is what I've been told." And Sanj says, "Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's the friend I had with the birds." Uh, Hey, Ragbarian, what's going on? If there's any shadows, I want to jump into one and like jump out like by Sanji Bank. Look what I can do. Yeah, yeah, you're, you've got kind of, um, you know, the city streets next to you. Uh, you kind of hop from, you know, the shadow of a cart over to a building. And uh, he just like gives you a, oh, fantastic, well played. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I just learned how to do it. It was pretty sweet. Check out the second pair of chucks I got. And I show him the ones with like the big knots on the end instead. I was like, "You've seen the blade chucks, but you haven't seen these ones. These one knock you right in the noggin. You're out. You, you had a second pair. You had a second pair made for me. Uh, um, yeah, but they're uh they're back at the Chateau de Magnus from like our trips oh. in the waste. Oh, I see. I'll ha- I'll have to come visit. Yeah, 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 yeah. F- fantastic. She uh, writes on her hand, place. makes a third pair of chucks. <laughs> He's, you know, he's a he's a rich boy. He assumes yeah. he get, he gets gifts. Um, let me pull up. Uh, his older sister's uh, kind of looks down uh, towards you, and she's just like, um, "We met back at that, the that building. Sanj knew anyone out at the Chateau de Magnus. I know there's a new owner there. Uh, yeah, Mister Zephyrus. Or Mister Zephyrus. Yes. Um." What is it you all do out there? Everyone is quite curious. There's been a bit of a buzz going about town. Well, you know, I think actually it would be like better if, um, like, I mean, if you ever guys ever want to come out, I know Mr. Zephyrus would be pleased to uh, uh, make your acquaintance, as he would probably say. Uh, but that's yes, probably we'll like better for him to explain. Meeting. I'm not real good at that kind of stuff. I just kind of kick butt. Oh, I see. You're you're one of his um, hired uh, muscle. <laughs> yeah, and then I also do lots of cool research and stuff. Speaking of which, got a couple cool things that I could tell you uh, uh, to you and or your parents that might be pertinent for stuff that's coming around the block. I see. Uh, a meeting of the uh, families is, is well in order then. Uh, if you have information to Bring to us. I will work with mother and father and see about arranging that. Sweet. We're going to be out the Chateau for a while. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to come out, we got Willem. He's, like, real good in the kitchen. We got Strix. He's really great in the library. We got Mr. Wolf and Mr. Arthur and Mr. Ball. That's right. I remember seeing you all at the tournament. You yeah. put on quite a show. Yeah, all those guys. We're still we're, we're a pretty cool group. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you guys want to come out. Just, you know, just just call upon us, I think is what you say. Call upon us, and then, like, we'll host a dinner party or something for you. Or if you guys got time right now, I could just tell you real quick. It, you know, I, I don't oh, know how professional we're very busy work. today. Oh, we gotcha. A, sure, a sure, quick sure. stroll out uh, because Sanj wanted to meet a friend. Yeah, I got to get um, your steps in. I got you. We'll make sure that we uh, arrange it uh, in the near future. Uh, a lot of things are happening, so. Uh, it'll be good to know the new uh, the new uh, owners, not new owners, the new inhabitants of the chateau. Exactly. And a teaser for you: there might be a bad guy with a sixty foot robot on the loose that can teleport through the interdimensional planes. So keep that in mind when I've you're no giving us. No idea what a robot is, but uh, it sounds like you have it well taken care of. I hope that you have a great rest of the day. Uh, Cool. Well, Sanj, high five, and I hope to see you soon, and so you can get your chucks, and I'll give you your first chucks lesson. And then... Oh, fantastic! Yeah, and then Mr. Wolf, he he can show you some really other really cool moves, because he's like, he's a pretty kick-butt guy as well. Uh, yeah, they, they uh, uh, you know, give you give you a farewell, and uh, you hear Sanj as they're kind of walking away. Like, you hear that? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna learn how to use chucks! That's what those are called? Uh, and yeah, they make their way. It sounds like they are going to set up dinner plans with the chateau and the people that live there pretty soon. Cool. And if there's uh, if everything is taken care of and all of the right cogs are in progress, Riff is good, and she'll start slowly walking back, holding her checks to the uh, to the good. chateau. 
Um, Wolf, how's the train situation? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, no, there's there's no train. Good, good. So yeah, uh, w- what did you want to do with your? Uh... Oh, you want to, you were sending them off to do? Uh, yeah, I just scouting. yeah, just the scouts can go out and they can they can look for stuff. You've got one group that comes back um, and lets you know they weren't able to find anyone, but they were at least able to find some tracks. Okay. Uh, in kind of the, you know, the western part of the forest, they were able to find some tracks that are are of humanoids, they, you know, of, of two-legged creatures, at least, um, is, what, is what they're able to report back to you. Okay, cool. Uh, great. I guess we can get a party together and follow him. Yeah, who do you want to take out? Um, uh, how many set of, set of how many sets of tracks? Um, they say there's about three, three three unique sets. Okay, so I need at least a party of probably four. Um, well, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued by this. If you don't mind babysitting him, uh, no, not not at all. Yeah, you can come. If uh, anyone else wants to come, they they can too. Maybe we can make this like a group hunt. I don't mind. It's not. I wouldn't mind trying out my new machete. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Wolf. You'll you'll kind of lead this this endeavor as the the captain of the the uh, soldiers. Alrighty. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll just head on out then. I guess. I mean, it can just be uh, the three of us, and then like one of the other like scouts. Sounds good. Yeah, one of the uh, uh, the one that found the tracks uh, goes with you. Um, the lead of that group uh, heads out with you and kind of shows you where they are. Cool. And uh, I'll tell him, uh, stay, uh, stay close to me. You'll get to see me in action soon enough, and then you can learn quite a oh, bit course, about yeah. real warfare. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad we whew, are doing this. Um, he seems a little kind of uneasy about it. Seems he's been doing a lot of training, not a lot of hand, hand you know, life or death kind of stuff. Right. Um, okay. But takes you out there, takes, you know, a better part of the morning to get get out there. Um, but you're able to find the tracks. Uh, they're in, you know, a lightly forested area. Um, if I can get checks from everyone to try and track out you know follow these tracks either survival or perception um nature see. uh nature if you like yeah i'm gonna do survival right it's a 15 15 oh five five on the nature that's ridiculous um, and unless you'd allow me to persuade the tracks into revealing their secrets to me, I rolled a fifteen. Gotcha. Sounds good. Yeah, you you, you know you can you can talk with the tracks all you like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, with a fifteen, you're able to you know follow the tracks for a good part of the day. Uh, it heads up uh, north and then east. Um, you do notice along the way that uh, there was a some sort of skirmish and um, the tracks are a little easier to follow after this because it looks like they're tracking some blood afterwards. Um, ever so often on some of the, the brushes is a bit of blood that's uh, spilt. Um, go ahead and give me a nature check, uh, Wolf. Can I aid him or? Uh, yeah, go ahead and do it with advantage. You got you got yeah. your token druid with you. Hey. I have Ollie too. That helps. <laughs> My token druid. <laughs> it sounds racist, but uh, I don't think it is. <laughs> no, it's just classist. Mm. Uh, it's a fifteen. Fifteen? Uh, yeah. You kind of take a look at the blood. You feel it a bit. Um, I mean, you're not too familiar with a lot of beasts out in the world. Uh. But with this one, it does have an odd kind of shimmer to it. Like you, you take a look at it, and, and you're not sure what it is, but it 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 is. It's different, and it's still a little wet. It's it's you know you can't tell that it's dried much, 
And it does. It has this odd little shimmer to it. Um, yeah. And it, it, it is blood. It, it's it's not a different body fluid. Yeah. It, yeah. It looks and acts right. like blood. Gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah you, you head off uh, following the tracks a little easier uh, now. Um, and as you're as you're getting getting towards the north, um, you're heading towards, you know, it's probably a day's travel more, but you're getting closer to where that border is that lets you into the ethereal realm. Um, you know, that kind of that that's kind of the end of the, the uh, land here. Uh, do you want to camp for the night or do you want to continue into the night? Uh, I'll see what um, Scory and Arthur think. If you guys, do you guys want to keep going or do you want to camp? I say we go while the trail is fresh, personally. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm I'm inclined to do whatever Wolf wants to do, but if, you know, if he's deferring to Scory, then... One thing I was curious of, and this is just probably going to have to be DM discretion because I truly don't remember it, but remembering that Riff has a cool cloak and other people had cool things assigned to them, Arthur had this thing and then he died, and I don't know what we might have done with it. I can't remember if I said it was staying with Chateau. What was it? The Silver Lichen Bell. I think you had that installed at the chateau. Okay, all right. It was got like near the front door, so that if if you had any sort of shapeshifters, they would set it off. Right. Okay. Um, if you wanted to say that you took it along with you, absolutely. No, I I wish I did, but okay. I'm gonna be honest. I think that hanging so, yeah, above the door was. Quite it's dead. still there, uh, you know. So they'll be warned of any werewolf attacks. Um. So yeah, you Every guys continue into the uh, into the night, uh, searching. Um, if I can get a constitution check from everyone, uh, go ahead and just a constitution saving throw, kind of pushing yourselves, uh, into the night. 10 I got Arthur. a 16. 16? Okay. 21. 21. And Arthur? 10. 10. Uh, 10 is what you needed, so, uh, you know, you feel, uh, you know, tired, but, but, you know, you're still able to, to function, uh, at 100%. Um, it takes you probably to about two in the morning before you catch something. Uh, some chatter up in the distance. You hear uh, some calls out that aren't animal calls. It's some sort of, of kind of uh, a code between between members um, of, of something up ahead. Uh, can we uh, stealth to get closer? So we can like listen. Absolutely, give me a self check. Do you do you want me to shape shift into an animal and spy, or I also have Ollie, which we There's can use too. to spy with. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. If 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 that would be easier, then Ollie can do that. Unless yeah. it would make more sense if like a bird was passing over than like a little trans- demonic demon thing. He can he can be invisible, but he can also become a rat or a raven. Oh okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, just have him going invisible and just r- report back. All okay. right. So yeah, as a as a little bird, um, Ollie heads out. Go ahead and give me a perception check from uh, from Mim uh, to try and find these creatures. With imps, do they take on the animal stats or do they keep their own stats? He keeps his own stats. That's cool. Um, they're not that great, but oh, <laughs> uh, that's a ten. A ten, uh, yeah. The, Ollie kind of heads up um, to try and try and find what what's causing this noise, but is not able to. It looks like whoever's up there is is hidden well enough that they're not able to be seen by this imp. So yeah, he psychically relays that to me, and I just and I just say, um, well, looks like Mister Wolf was on to something there. We might have to sneak up a little closer and see what we can find. What do you say, Captain Wolf? Yeah, let's do it. All right, give me self-checks. Yeah. Your cohort is going to as well. He gets a 20 total. I got a 17. Not bad. 21 for Arthur. 
21. And 10 total. To on Scory. And Scory, you just be in a half orc? Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and as you're doing this, uh, if I can have somebody give me a perception check to see if you see them. I'll do it. Feel pretty well hidden uh, as you're as you're heading up. You want to see? Is... You want to try and find who your who your fifteen fifteen. Uh, yeah. You you head up. Uh, you you hear that chattering um, between between people. Um, stepping through the woods, uh, you catch a glimpse of one humanoid kind of jumping from one tree to another. You don't think you've been seen, and Scory Scor- kind of points it out to everyone. Yeah. Uh, and you see up in one of these trees, uh, there is a cloaked figure with a long bow, uh, looking ahead, kind of away from you all. Not not looking at us, not taking aim at us. No. Okay. Yeah. I motion. I do the eye thing up there, and I mime long bow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I look at you confused because we didn't discuss hand signals. Um, <laughs> I whisper in your ear, longbow. Oh, okay. Right. Right. I get that. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. And um, Wolf uh, uh, tells you guys, um, right, we're going to use alpha pack tactics on three. Ready? And then I just <laughs> run at the guy and I uh, hurl my axe at him up in the tree. All right. All right. I'll give you a surprise round on this. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The hurl that axe. Well, Arthur and I are looking at each other. What is alpha pack tactic? <laughs> yeah. uh, you see the the soldier with is running with with that, that's been with you is running up with Wolf. Uh, he's been trained in the proper tactics. He knows what to do. Okay. I'm going to try to flank on the left wherever he's going i'm going to go slightly around to the left sounds good and that is alpha wolf pack tactics mm. <laughs> you think he, uh, he meant for me to change into a wolf uh okay i'm gonna i'm gonna throw my axe all right so that's a 15 15 just misses okay well, now I don't have my axe. <laughs> yeah. you, you fling it, and uh, they kind of like turn their head at the sound of the whooshing, just in time for it to kind of like, you know, swing over their heads. It kind of nicks them with the, the hilt of it. Um, and you see uh, right after you, the uh, your soldier uh, is going to throw a javelin uh, that does make contact, dealing... Uh, five damage to them. And since they're up in a tree, they stay up there. They don't get knocked off. Uh, and you hear them just let out a loud whistle. The student uh, has become the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I look at the javelin throw and I go, yes, you've been watching me closely, RC. <laughs> Alpha Wolf back tactics. I got this. Um, and so we'll go kind of just a generic initiative here i'll have uh wolf scory arthur and then the everyone else will go so uh wolf uh you're up again uh okay i'm gonna uh i'm gonna get one of my javelins out and then throw that all right and i'm gonna tell the soldier uh no no this is how you really do it and yeah he's watching intensely and that's yeah. a nat 20. Ooh, very nice. Let's see the damage. On that. So that's full damage. And then add the uh, a d6, I think, is for the javelin. That'll be uh, 14 damage. <clears throat> 14. Makes the same throw. Stays up. Uh, you know, it's just got two javelin just stuck in as he kind of like turns. He hits some of the branches. Isn't really able to, to maintain a lot of uh, balance up there, but is hanging on still. Uh, Scory, you are up next. Um, so we've got the guy up in the tree. Have we identified any other? You have not. Okay. Um, 
That's concerning. Um, I'm going to... Actually, this is how it happens. Uh, uh, people start to hear branches breaking around us and all of a sudden there are four uh, black bears that emerge from the forest around us and one of them is going to try to scurry up the tree to get this this easy, culprit. easy enough. Easy enough. You you kind of you know you just notice these bears come from from up the for, from around you. Uh, one of them races up the tree and and is right next to uh, the archer up there who just screams, "Bear!" Mm-hmm. And uh, does the bear get an attack on on this turn? Uh, the spell should tell you that. It should tell you what's going on with those. That's the fun part about summoning things is yeah. It says roll initiative for the summon creatures as a group. Roll initiative. Okay, so I'll I'll just put them at the end with everything else. As okay. Well. So they're they're positioned uh, around the bottom of the tree, and then there's one up there as well. Cool. Um, and I'm gonna take cover um, behind a tree. Easy enough to do. Yeah. yeah, you've got full cover from them. Uh, Arthur Magnus, what are you doing? Um. Yeah, I think. I guess I'm going to hex that guy. Okay. And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast his Bobo. Get him. His Bobo's there. Oh, yeah. It's not a Bobo-less archer. That's the episode title. (laughs) His Bobo's there. 19. 19 hits? One of them. Okay. And then a 23 on the next. 23 hits. For 10, 14 damage. And he falls from the tree, uh, escaping the bear that's up there, landing in the middle of the other three bears. Yes. Uh, With that, uh, it is going to be the enemy's turn. Um... Oh no, we've still we've still got uh, your soldier as well. He's going to rush up, uh, assuming these bears are friendly, and oh, yeah. and engage with uh, this this archer here, making an attack with uh, his. What does he have? What's the, what's this guy have, Wolf? Uh, I'll a say weapon. he's got um, I, I, like I guess like a short sword. Short sword. All right. Yeah, he's got sure. a short sword. Simple. And a, and a shield in the other uh, other hand there um, comes in misses but but rallies himself and and is is you know got a defensive stance there. Um, that archer is up and kind of stands up and looks around and is going to just try and attack the person, hoping the bears maybe are feral and will attack anyone. Um, <laughs> do do. Got a short sword he pulls out. One is going to hit. The other misses. Our friend uh, takes six damage. Uh, Isn't able to block it, uh, but blocks the second strike. Um, You hear some rustling in the trees ahead. Uh, You hear a thud from one of them as uh, another uh, uh, enemy of another poacher falls. Uh, And you catch this one. This one's up ahead about 30 feet. Uh, but you're not able to see the other one who lets loose two uh, arrows. And one is going for Wolf, and the other one is going for one of the bears. Um, going to be 22 to hit for each. That's a hit on Yeah, that's a, bear. that's a hit on me. The bear is going to take 13 damage. Uh, and one bear is down. Take 10. I uh, take 10? 10, yeah, as an okay. arrow comes for you. Uh, the bears are up. Uh, go ahead and have them make attacks against okay. uh, the enemy. And um, I don't know if you heard, but that downed one of them. So one of them just yeah. evaporates because it's technically fey. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you hear it just uh, kind of howl as it as it disappears into the earth. Okay, so we've got a, a multi-attack of... Uh, 22 to hit. That hit? Awesome. Uh, seven piercing? Or, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, seven piercing damage. Okay. Am I doing them each, like, three attacks, essentially? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... And then for the second attack on that first bear, it is 13 to hit. 13 to miss. Okay. I'm trying to get 16 is the AC. Okay. First one misses. Ooh, there we go. Uh, the second bear hits with another 22 and another 7 damage. Ooh, natural 20. For the third bear on the first attack. And then the second attack is misses. So for the first one, it is eight plus six, uh, 14 damage. All right. And that's it for the bears. Uh, Yeah, this one is taken out. The bears just ravage into him and, and tear this uh, archer, you know, limb from limb. Dude, the bears. There's one up top. Uh, do you, I'll say he just climbs down. Yeah. Um, uh, back up to wool. Sweet. Uh, where's my axe? <laughs> Your axe. You see it just on the other side of the tree there. It's going to be between you and uh, the other... Uh, archer that fell and is prone. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm actually gonna go up to the um archer that's prone, and I'm gonna take out my hand axe. Okay. And I'm gonna attack him with my hand axe. Yeah, yeah. He's prone, so you have advantage on the attack. Uh. Oh, I'll enter rage first. Sounds good. You hear. The uh, animals around you just erupt into a into a howl. Uh, and I'll take a. No, actually, that's fine. Okay, all right, cool. The forest is on our side, friends. That's a nat twenty. <laughs> yeah, hug yes. Uh, you guys are getting some nat twenties on this on, <laughs> this little encounter. You got the uh, the uh, boon of the black wolf with you. That's right. So that's going to be uh, fifteen damage. Fifteen <laughs> damage. Yeah, you come up and just and just bury an axe into this guy. Hell yeah! Uh, cool. Uh, oh, I still have an extra attack, and extra attack. and is is that guy de- is he dead? He's not dead. He's got, oh, okay. He's bleeding profusely, but uh, okay. Well, then I'll attack him again with the hand axe. Let me see it. Do I have advantage too? Yeah, yeah. They're prone, so any oh, melee okay. attacks are advantage. That is going to be a twenty-one. That's a hit. And that's going to be twelve damage. Yeah, you just pull the pull the axe out and then just slam back in uh, into the same wound, uh, just cutting into kind of between the shoulder and and chest there. Uh, Wait, staying right staying right on top of him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to do Scory, you're up next. All right, I am going to charge the the remaining person, the the one that didn't fall, I guess. Yeah, it's, they're they're up in a tree off kind of the other side. Uh, so you have uh, to climb up the tree to do it. I really wanted to use my machete. Um, I probably have to make a check, don't I, to climb? To climb the tree would be a check. Yeah, an athletics check. Okay, well, let's... Would it take my action? No. Or would it be the movement? movement? Okay, yep. I'm going to try. We're going to do this. Uh, ooh! 
uh, 19 plus something. Yeah, yeah, you know, easy enough. You uh, you see where the the tree that they're up. Uh, you grab one of the branches, pull yourself up into the, onto that, and then jump over to where they are, and kind of like grab onto the top, and you're in melee with them. Yeah, and uh, my mask is down, and I say "boo" as I uh, draw my scimitar and attack with it. Not too spooked, but uh, they're not happy you're up here. Oh, we'll get a load of this. Uh, Non-natural twenty to hit. That hit. You're right, it does. <laughs> um, uh, but that's only six damage. Now, when I strike with this, what does the bleeding effect or the broken effect do that you mentioned? Or was that just flavor for the enchantment? Um, you said when it's in somebody, it causes them. Oh, to that bleed. was just yeah. That's okay. that was just the. Yeah, it's okay. it, it's simply just a magical weapon, so it's a plus one to attack cool. and damage. Okay, I'll I'll take it. I'm yeah. tired of not having magical weapons. So, For uh, something six, extra, you know, costs yeah. costs extra. Uh, six damage. Six damage. Yeah, you 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 cut into them and and uh, you are engaged now. Up uh, next is Arthur. Okay, and how many enemies can I see? You see one engaged with uh, Wolf on the ground, and then one up in a tree engaged with. Scory. Okay, I'd you like see to. They're use, still up there. I'd like to use my the and yeah, because that other one died, right? So yeah, I'd you like to use enemies. my bonus action to move my hex from the one that died to the one that is engaged with Wolf. Okay, and then I'm going to twin spell my Eldritch Blast so that I can attack both of them. Okay, so I can have four Bobo Blasts, two on each. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll start with the one on Wolf. Uh, um, 12 for the first one, I think, to miss, right? Yeah. And then 16. 16. Three, 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 three. Okay, 16 for the second one, then. Okay. <clears throat> Plus that sweet, sweet hex damage, baby. Heck yes. That is 12, 14. So 12 force damage and 2 necro damage. Yeah, you blast into him. And then... The one up in the tree? The one up in the tree. Oh, hell yes. 19 for one, 23 for the other. Those hit. Um, and that is nine. Oh, whoops. I did the math wrong on that other one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, nine, 13 damage, force damage. 13 damage. All right. And that's the first one or both? And that's both attacks. Both attacks. Okay. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh, yeah, you hit them with the first one. They hang on with the second one, though. They they lose their balance and fall straight to the ground, prone, uh, and they even take a bit of damage as they fall. Roll to twenty and then a one to stay up. They're probably just innocent people out here. Um, that the bears are up next. What are the bears doing? Uh, the one that just fell on the ground. They're gonna immediately just go and uh, ravage that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he falls on the ground. The bear. Bears go over to that one. Uh, the one uh, wolf that you're you're kind of hacking into, uh, they they kind of just look up at you and they're just like, "Stop, we, uh, surrender! I don't want any of this." All right, I'll accept your surrender. Uh, thank you. Sorry. Right, good. Now get out of my. Out of my woods or suffer. And they, they get up and they grab their bow and they just start taking off into the woods. Now perhaps we should have figured out what was up with them, but <laughs> victory nonetheless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, very good, Captain. That was that was fantastic. I know. You can hear it in the trees and in the wind. <laughs> do we do That's we go the sound after them? of my do we, victory? Do we hunt the them bears further roar. or 
No, no, no. Uh, you should not uh, chase your enemy when they are clearly defeated. Sure, we could have uh, figured out their motives, but what's the point? Victory is the ultimate goal. That's right. We kept him out. We're kept keeping him out of the forest. That's the goal, right? Exactly. And I'm sure this won't come back to bite us. I was gonna ask you All right. Say. Back to the chateau. <laughs> All right. You you finish up the hunt of the poachers. Uh, you the ones the bears kind of tore into. You you're able to grab some identifying you know kind of stuff from them. Uh, you send that on to Willem as you get back, and he kind of starts taking into account uh, you know some of that stuff compiling a list of, of notes on those that are, are hunting out there. Um, the forest is safe again, friends. Yeah. Uh, the forest is safe again. As, as you're kind of heading back, though, um, you, you see that kind of odd, odd shimmering blood uh, that was the, whatever they were tracking. Um, you know, some of the, the, branches and stuff just kind of move as you move past it uh wolf go ahead and give me a perception check and you stop at one of these little little sections where where some of the blood is and you kind of just get this odd sensation that passes through you uh non-natural 20 (laughs) uh you kind of stop as the the rest of the group kind of continues forward a few paces and you look behind you and this feeling like you've been being followed um, kind of just hits you all at once as you see in front of you a dark-looking horse with red eyes just kind of looking at you. And they have this kind of red mane that just flows, and at the ends, it's kind of a wispy white. That's not good. Is it just staring at me? Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I got my axe before we left. I assumed. I assumed <laughs> you didn't. No, you didn't. It, it, the horse has got it in its teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, just you beats got, yeah. the shit out uh, of you with your own axe. <laughs> just, it beheads me with my own axe. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to kind of motion to... Um, uh, Arthur and Scory. There's a horse with uh, red eyes. Kind of stop and look back. Uh, you see the horse as well. Um, uh, I don't know if this is good or bad. Uh, well, hoy there, horsey. Here, he let's a, a, a little uh, a snort, and you see a bit of smoke comes out of its nostrils. Um, we, we mean you yes. no harm. I, I want to smoke too, and I puff on my pipe and blow nice, it out of nice. my nostrils. I want to cast speak with animals on myself. Okay. And say, uh, we mean you no harm. Uh, <laughs> yet. Um, Good. What, uh, why? You, you all no harm either. Why are you here? To give my thanks yet again. Is this your blood that they were tracking? Oh, it's the Black Wolf. They were hunting me, yes. Hmm. I am in a weakened state sometimes in these woods. Your friend there saved me before, long ago. I have to pay the debt that's due. Which friend did, did they indicate? They kind of nod over to Wolf. Okay. Uh, I translate all that, or relay all that. Well. Sorry, but I I have to say this or I'll die. (laughs) Well, any black horse with glowing red eyes is free to roam protected on the lands of the Lord's Magnus. Go ahead, Wolf. (laughs) That was so worth it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I saved you. That sounds like me. <laughs> I'm very merciful. So yes, that makes sense. And you begin to hear this in your mind, uh, Wolf, as as they kind of speak. He says, "It was long ago, before your lifetime." Well, now I'm lost. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you came to me in a dream. Oh, okay. 
I'm tracking again. You saved me then, and you saved me now. It's what I and the wolf pack does. If you are in need of the services of a mighty steed, then I offer my services as such until the day you die. Wow. That's okay. Uh, I accept. Dark horse. Good. Now, can I ride? I can, can I ride you? That is what I'm here for. Oh, yes. I'm mounting a dark steed. This and is you, getting so metal. You get onto this uh, nightmare horse. And you feel this connection with it. Um, You can speak telepathically with it now, and you have a nightmare as a mount. What? With your flaming axe. (laughs) Jesus. Sick. All the coolest shit. He becomes becomes the headless horseman. uh, (laughs) You head back to the chateau. Wolf, why Um, are you crying? (laughs) So I just, I've always wanted a nightmare horse. (laughs) The the soldier friend that, oh, that you're cranking. with is just just a gape, just does not know what is happening. But <laughs> their their you know uh, respect for Wolf and it's grown three sizes this day. Um, <laughs> the, and it's a n- nice double entendre because nightmare, like a horse mare. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of part of the. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. We all kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you all head back to the chateau. Uh, I want to switch over to Ball and what Ball wants to gonna do during this this week uh, period. Uh, yeah, I got a few things. Uh, of course, work on uh, my arcane lock on my little hidden pouch. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk to Ara. Um, I want to show her the UFO. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah! I'm supposed to be getting this out of this uh, room. Yeah, uh, we can just move it into the uh, uh, the lab there. And actually, if you could construct a large passageway that could open up out of the lab. Oh, um, easy enough. Yeah, like a big like uh, window that we can open and shut and lock. Yeah, absolutely. I'll put it on the list. Why, why don't you just hop in there real quick? You see, the, this is a seat. Go ahead and have a seat. Okay. And I close the, the top thing on it. Ooh, interesting. Okay, now just pull that lever, and I push the lever that pushes it, that goes towards the lab. Okay. So this is the one that makes it go forward, huh? Yeah, into the lab. Into the we lab. have a new cool. way into the chateau, it seems. Cool. The first fucking cosmonaut in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if you remember how this thing worked, it worked last time, it was very fast. Um, I was able to move and get places, and it was kind of in a big open desert uh, when you were using it. Um, she pulls the lever. And a moment later, she's gone. And there's a hole in the wall. Paul just kind of stands there, looks at the hole, like, oh, look, that worked. And you don't see her for a few days. <laughs> 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 When she gets back, I ask her how her adventure was. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, what else were you wanting to do? She's missing some you, teeth. You spend you spend the the time needed in that week to to do the arcane lock spell on the uh, uh, pocket that you have. Uh, yeah, I also wanted to go through that book um, that was on the skeleton. Yeah, yeah, you can go through that. Um, you you spend a good amount of time with that. Uh, the big things that you find out are it's a bunch of scattered notes about a, a temple, um, a temple that that is somewhere in the wastes. It's, it has something to do with an old deity. Um, I would say spending a good amount of time with it, you kind of keep coming back to it. You know, every so often, once kind of once a day. Um, when you're holding the book, you remember a name, the name of this this kind of old deity. But when you put the book down, it leaves your mind and you forget about it. And you don't remember it until you pick it up again. And it takes like three or four times before that catches. And you're holding the book and you're, wait a second, I've remembered this before. 
and they set the book down. down. <laughs> yeah, you write it down, uh, and like you see that piece of paper later on, and it's just gibberish. Hmm. It says Melissa. <laughs> yeah, it's an odd. It's not quirk to these these notes. I'm not sure what to do with that. Uh, it's interesting. I would want to talk to Scory about it since it seems to be some kind of like hidden magical thing that it has. Mm-hmm. And he has like disenchanted uh, paper and stuff sure, in the past for us. Yeah, yes, kind of Scory about it. Scory, you notice the same thing. You both kind of like hold onto the book and and you know this name of of, of something, but then you forget about it and it it's like somebody has to hold on to it and like get the other's attention to remember what you were doing Hmm. uh, Mr. Ball if I read it out to you while you're not simultaneously holding and reading this book with me do you think you would be able to recall what I say yeah Uh, you you go ahead and do that (laughs) And, 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 and Ball you don't hear anything when he says it it seems that whatever that name is, you can only remember or even hear or, or perceive when holding on to those notes. Well, sew this paper to your skin. Um, is there like uh, any kind of detail about where this tower is or like, Not... in the wastes? Actually, with with Scory kind of taking a look at it as well, um, the markers for it, the kind of... the scrapped bits of clues that you do find in this it reminds you of the calcified tree that you found in the desert oh okay you you'd bet money that that's what where it's referencing okay uh yeah i definitely relay that to mr ball um you know it might even be worth bringing in riff whenever she gets back from her i'm probably already back if you guys had a whole battle Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and this is this is this is taking place over a week. This is yeah. You know, we don't at don't some point we bring in Riff. Timeline. Hi, yeah, Riff here. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> what do you need? You're all you're all in there like kind of library with Strix grabbing books and stuff. Um, you go over the same thing. You kind of hold on to this this tome and the, the, these notes and that name and and Riff. You've read these before. You remember the finding it and. Only when you pick it back up do you realize that you remembered that name before, too. Oh, no. But when you let go of the notes, it's gone. Oh, dang. Did, do I'll... you guys want me to try to dispel whatever enchantment this might be? Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, do a... Uh, what is it called? Where you understand what the magic is. Identify? Identify on it first. Okay. A magic check? <laughs> There's all kinds of magic checks. You got arcana checks, detect magic, identify. Ah, we'll just do um, a magic check, Alex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ball, you, you go ahead and uh, cast identify on on kind of the loose papers. It's tough to do because it's not just one book, but you're able to, to kind of grab something on with your magic. And it comes back with... Uh, There's enchantment magic and illusion magic and a marrying of the two mm. um, that is just that is just deep into these papers. And something you get from it is it's not the magic of the item itself. It's the magic of the knowledge. And as you kind of like you get this epiphany, you're like, oh, that's what it is. And once the kind of once that spell fades, it leaves your memory again. And it's just kind of this like 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 I can almost remember something. There's something just deep and secretive about this magic. It's a magic that doesn't want to be known. Does that realization fade as well? That that it's illusory and and it's not the item itself? I would say that's that's or that, that doesn't saves. fade. The, okay. Yeah. There's there's an epiphany moment that is lost after this. But you do find it's it's definitely illusion magic and enchantment magic. 
It's more powerful than most of the magics you've seen or dealt with. Um, and the magic help. itself is the knowledge, not the item. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I'd say let the horse look at it. Um, do you relay any of that? Mr. Oh, yeah, Ball? of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, I pull down my mask, and I've got that one illusion seeing glass. Mm -hmm. See if that helps with anything. And you see, yeah, it has a bit of illusion magic on it. Okay. But it doesn't help me cut through it. Right. Just identify it. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it just is, it just kind of highlights in color different magic. Well, thank you for bringing me into this really frustrating puzzle, Mr. Ball. I appreciate that. Now I've got something else to keep me up at night. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you're going to uh, uncover some of the secrets of the journal. Um, was there anything else you wanted to do, Ball, during this week? Uh, well, we will need to go in and get our gold for the... Uh... God, my brain is just con so bad. The contract. The contract. The contract. Yeah. yeah, yeah, easy enough. You kind of talk with Willem about that. Um, and he's already putting together and talking with uh, the Lord and the Lady of Turlin. It looks like they are setting up a meeting um, at the Chateau in the coming week. Or in the coming weeks. Uh, and they'll. that's one of the things that they'll be going over during that. Uh, yeah, I, I still need to do a fair bit of stuff in town too. I don't know what time we're at. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll, we'll kind of leave, leave that there, there for now. I know. I think what we'll do next time is, is go into this meeting with the Lord and the lady. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think that is a, a good place to stop for today's episode. We will, uh, head into, uh, next one, uh, having, having that meeting. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I've been your DM, Alex, and with me has been Dash as Wolf riding the great black steed into war. Bentley Michaels is Referian Night Meadow. Rhett as Arthur. Caleb as Scory Tilburn. And Milo as Bull. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.